0: We are off. No punts allowed. Adam and Paige, Cheers, Paige. What do you have there?
1: Cheers. Um, this is tequila. What's in our? My friend is sitting in on our podcast. She's in our first live audience podcast member. Mary, shut up, Mary padded. I was coaching Mary McDonald by her maiden name. Um, but I am in a hotel room in Arizona, and we are drinking tequila. amigos, It's
0: a good sign. It's a good.
1: Okay, so there's wow. some Trader Joe's Margarita mix and liqueur in here. So it's a very good sparkling drink, but sober march is over.
0: I, apparently. Um and <laughs> with a vengeance. I
1: With a vengeance, starting okay. in New Orleans.
0: So you went a month without drinking. Oh, kudos, mm. shout out to you. And then you go to New Orleans, the, one of the greatest places on earth. So, to drink. The vibe, let's give me the, like, the breakdown of that first like at what cocktail did you realize like my body is clearly out of drinking shape? Uh, when did that um,
1: happen? The very first, like the very first I had. I started with whiskey oh, and and whiskey neat, and I was like, I already feel buzzed, and it was like after a long travel day. Um, but New Orleans is, I gotta tell you, like I forgot how much. Fun it is because it's it's like adult Disneyland. and We've tried. I call city. it the Vegas of the Vegas of the South because it's legitimately like you can walk everywhere, you can get a drink and carry your drink outside. Everyone's so friendly. Like
0: food's awesome. The
1: food's good. There's music, always music playing. Um, it was amazing. And plus, top it off with the fact that I got to watch some of the best basketball in like college basketball history um that also made for an excellent excellent time.
0: All right, so Duke loses. I'm going to just pepper you now. Yeah. Like that had to be okay, so from a store you're there uh obviously to produce content. So it's great it's yeah. great content in the moment. But it's also like a little deflating because it like if they're in the championship it's really pretty unbelievable. So what were like the yeah. what were like the emotions attached because like the internet just dunks on Coach K at any, like, every turn. Yeah,
1: which which is so strange to me because, like, I knew people didn't really care for Duke. And, I mean, I went to Arizona. Nobody from Arizona likes Duke. Like, we beat them in an NCAA tournament once when I was in school, and it was, like, one of the greatest moments. Um, but it, seeing, like, though those fans and how much they care about it and thinking about, like, 40-plus years of someone being in the same place and especially, like, Think about college football, like, how fast that stuff changes and, like, how quickly people go from school to school. Like, it's crazy to have somebody be at a place for 40 years be successful. And it was a very, like, surreal moment. It didn't really hit me until I got to the post-game presser with Coach K and his wife, Mickey, was sitting um, probably, like, two rows away from me. And he – people obviously asked him about, you know – this being the end and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I don't want to make it about me right now. I don't want to make it about me after a year of making it about him. Um, But it he his wife was, like, sort of choking up and getting teary. And, like, her grandson, who also was on the team, he came in there and sat with her and put his arm around her. And she, like, leaned on him and she was crying. And for me, that was, like, the moment I realized, like, there's so much more emotion as, like, simply a college basketball fan That was behind it for for me. And I think for everyone that like, once we realized it was over, like, yeah, for North Carolina fans, bragging rights for life. This is fantastic for them. They get to brag and dunk on Duke fans for the rest of eternity. Like there's no recovering from that, especially doing it twice. So that was cool to see. And that was the other part of it was like seeing someone like Hubert Davis, like really like blossom and like people really love him. It's his first year. It was cool to see, like, the passing of the torch of, like, someone who's going to be very successful at a place for a very long time. Maybe not Coach K-level successful, obviously, because they lost the following game. But it was it was a very surreal moment as, like, a college basketball fan watching. And then to see even Kansas win was, like, a Blue Bloods just, like, every, it was amazing. It was so cool. And I despise Kansas. But I was like, you know what? This is a cool moment for Bill Self. This is a cool moment for these kids. Nobody was picking them. I said that last week. I said, please sprinkle a little on Kansas because no one's talking about it. And they seem like the team that's most likely to win this thing because there's not a lot of emotion behind the games that they have to play.
0: Two, two gambling things, which, of course, is where yes. I always go. Uh, Duke, <laughs> Duke cost me a fair amount of money losing. Lots of people. Because um, I had a parlay with them on the money line. That was incredibly fucking annoying, especially with their free throw shooting being terrible. Um and the championship game, gambling intrigue with the line at four, four and a half, Kansas inbounds, he steps out. I mean, that is a roller coaster of emotions for the gamblers when you're down fifteen, you storm back, you take a six point lead. It felt like Kansas was going to like blow them out at that point. They don't. I mean, then North Carolina's in a position to win the game again, and then Kansas, really, if they If he just stays in bounds and hits a free throw or two, probably covers in that game. Like probably covers. That is a – that's one of the wildest gambling sequences I've ever seen when you consider how much money was bet on that game and the side being completely in flux until the very end. I know there's bigger things. I was – I didn't – I was very light. I was doing props and other bullshit on the championship game. So I was really not that invested. Props had been decided at that point. I was fixated on just what the hell is going to happen to the people who are are betting on this.
1: It was like also a strange sequence because originally they had the foul call that was after the out of bounds. And everyone was like trying to figure out in the arena like what was happening. We were watching on the broadcast because like the broadcast TVs are like in the press area. And like they hadn't even gotten to the point that they were like showing everyone that they were reviewing the out of bounds and not the foul call. Until everyone assumed that they were, like, it was just, like, kind of a crazy, especially because there was, like, so little time left. We thought, like you said, we thought Kansas was winning. It was, it was a very strange, like, uneasy feeling. And I was like, oh, my God, are we about to witness, like, the greatest of, like, shots in the world? Like, this was just, it's, also, I will say this, the Final Four is by far the best sporting event that I have ever been to. Like, I, I'm not just saying that because of, like, recency bias, but in terms of, and we talk about this a lot because we obviously love college football, but fandom for college, like alumni and just people that are a fan of college teams, like you stay with that team. Like you don't, yes. like if you're a fan of like LeBron, you've maybe moved around rooting for the team that he plays for. And like you do that with like your favorite pro player or whatever. And most people do keep their their sports team for life fair. But colleges is just so different. It's such a deeply rooted thing. that's like passed on from generation to generation. Um and watching like Kansas, UNC, and Duke fans, and even Villanova fans for sure. Like it was amazing to me to see how many people were there. How like it looks like mu- a great like, scene. It, it was it was so cool. And I will say, like definitely, if you're gonna go, splurge for the good tickets because it's definitely hard to watch a basketball game and know what's going on in a football stadium. Oh, which by the way, so very weird. emotional. I went up to the press box at one point for something. And, like, the like the OG one because the press stuff is different for basketball games. Oh, and I helped. had, like, flashbacks to 2020 of the national title game. It was crazy. But it was a really cool experience. And I will say, like, Final Four. And also you get the, like, you get multiple games. It's not like the national championship where it's, like, you spend a whole weekend there to go on Monday. This is, like, you get Saturday games and then, like, back to back. And then you get the, the really, 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 really late game New, on Monday. New
0: Orleans should host everything. Um, my only, my only downfall, so that stadia, the press box is tiny. It is mm-hmm. old. Um, not to sound like the, like snarky, uh, pampered media member that I am, but I'm going to, um, but it's open air press box too. You're like way the fuck up there. It's a, it's a really interesting view experience, but New yeah. Orleans in general is the, like goat host city. Like yeah. it really is. I like Atlanta, um, Vegas is going to be spectacular. To like Atlanta's been, Atlanta's very good. Vegas is going to be spectacular. Uh, New Orleans, of course, is the goat. So that's awesome. That's uh, yeah. It's a little weird that college basketball is done, but when, you know. By the way, to tie a bow on this and to move to college football related things, um, whenever a season ends, like during this time, it's always like the college football juices edge up just a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's like checkli- It's like a checklist, right? Like, NFL, done. You know, okay. College basketball, done. Baseball starting, done. Golf's first major, which we are going to yeah, dive into. Is. Oh, my God. I'm Ooh, so excited about that. We are going to dive into. Okay. Let's do a couple college football-related things. Two yes. things really kind of caught our eye. We also have to do our No Punts Allowed um, ranking, which we can do at the end. But Bob Bowlesby, Big 12 commissioner, stepping down it feels interesting the timing is very interesting the circumstances are very interesting i mean he's i think 70 years old or will be 70 years old he's been around a long time he had years left on his contract big 12 of course has been pit put through the ringer so page i guess my question to you is they're stepping down He's clearly, you know, made lots of money. He's there's, quite fine, but then there's there's air quoted stepping down.
1: Stepping down, yes, no, a thousand percent. He is air quote stepping down. Yes, this is this is all the nature of everything that's happened over the last year and the course of the last couple of years. I think too, like one of the big things that like he's really butchered, in my opinion, is when like the Big Twelve was being left out of the playoff. Yes, and like the conversation was like. How do we get them in? And, like, he just didn't set his teams up to be successful in that conference to make the playoff and make a case. Like, yes, you could be undefeated in your league that people find to be a less superior league than the other five, four conferences in the Power Five, which, shout out to Pac-12 for that little bit of time that oh, they got right. that. Um Now we're in that spot. And that's a very similar situation with the Pac-12 is. But then also you 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 think of, obviously, Texas and Oklahoma and that yeah. being a factor. They just need something fresh. And I also think the other part is, like, even with the Pac-12's new commissioner, like, TV deals are the, like, the the moneymaker. Yes. That's, that's, that's what it is about now. And, like, no offense, but he's, like, older and not really well-versed in that stuff. And I think they'll bring in someone that you see is, like, more techie, works for a media company, has, like, that kind of experience. Because that's what it's going to be about is the TV deal. And moving them back to a place with teams where they can sell that product without Texas and Oklahoma.
0: For sure. Pac-12 hired a guy that like worked for what, MGM? Like, like, so yes. um, When Big 12, I mean the Big 12 has been through it. It has been a really turbulent, not just year. It's just been that way for a while. Um, And so you, I'm with you. I think you hire somebody who is all about the next television deal and improving kind of the general image of the conference. And I think Pac-12 has actually done a decent job of that. Like, I I think there's probably some of the Pac-12 blueprint that you say maybe they're on the right track. I find it fascinating, by the way, that they're ditching Pac-12, just a quick aside, ditching their facility and just going fully remote for a conference, like, kind of fascinating. Um,
1: There there was, um, I think it was the Oregonian that did this, like, deep dive on, like, the Pac-12 with Larry Scott and, like, everything about the, like, office. Yes. I think they were paying, like... I This is probably butchering the numbers. I wish that I had it. It was an ungodly that Sarah, amount. Yes. That San Francisco office cost them like $90 million to upkeep. And they were not even the main person in that building. We would they talk- were in a building with like the local NBC affiliate um, in the Bay Area. And they were in, like, a prime San Francisco place and paying $90 million. I,
0: the thought was they were going to go to Vegas, which would have made sense. Yeah, uh, Real estate. Would have made
1: so much more sense. A
0: lot cheaper. It's a hub now for basically every tournament.
1: Even um, LA. They don't yeah. even host their their media days in Northern California. They host them in Los Angeles, in I, Hollywood.
0: I, look, reality is, back to the Bullsby thing, Um, yeah, this is a weird business. It's a really weird thing. And when he was completely left in the dark with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, like you could, I don't know where to place the blame, so to speak on that. It's really not necessarily his fault, but it was such a really bizarre look perplexing end to the tenure that it, it sort of decides his fate. Like, and that may be unfair. It's just the reality of the business. And it's really weird. And it's competitive and, yeah, they had no idea. The Big 12 had no idea that that was coming, and it drastically yeah. reshaped. They did okay. They replaced them with some decent teams, but the value of the conference went down considerably, considering all the metrics of Oklahoma and Texas, uh, just from a viewership standpoint. And yeah. it's going to be hard to recover from that. So, yeah, I'm with you. Air quote. Um, Air
1: quote. He said down.
0: Stepping down. Uh, the other thing, Texas A&M is still recruiting. I, this is not, I don't even know if we should be surprised. Lebius Overton. Lebius, this is my. What a name. My my latest high school player that if I'm butching your first name, I am so sorry. Uh, I'm going to do this on every show now. However, massive recruit. And Paige, this is why this is a big deal. This isn't 2023. This isn't 2024. You and I were talking off air and just looking at. The defensive line class for 2022. This is like happening now. Here's what you have. You have the number four player. Okay, number four defensive lineman in the class, already on campus. You have the number 10 defensive lineman in the class, already on campus. And with letters of intent, letters of intent, you have Walter Nolan, number two player in the country, number one defensive lineman in the class. You have the number three defensive lineman, and Shamir Stewart. And now you have our Guy Levius, number five defensive lineman in the class. Not to mention the number one, like the number three, uh, I'm looking here, number three wide receiver, number, I think number one wide receiver, but they have five of the top ten defensive linemen in the entire class. The only parallel I have to this, do you remember when Stanford, I think, signed like four or five five-star offensive linemen? This was before David Shaw was really bad. And coaching, um, but they did that one time, and I've, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. Like, this is pretty wild to me.
1: It's exciting, it's also interesting that this is happening because they don't have this like slush fund that they can like pay these no, players. so like obviously that has no not. impact on this whatsoever. For level um, game, but, I mean, I, it's unfortunate that they um, can't recruit like a, a good quarterback, um. But other than that, like... They got I, one this year, sorry, too. I, I just, mean, this... Like, I will of court, say oh, that is more of a joke and just, like, at the direction of Texas a because everyone's like, they're a quarterback away, they're a quarterback away. And it's like, we get it, but, like, we thought Georgia was a quarterback away and they did it with, like, a not-so-great quarterback. No offense. Uh, they did uh, get a...
0: They got a five-star quarterback. This is... Yes.
1: Now. But, again, like, you also know that you can recruit a five-star quarterback and they will t- t- Look at... Um, for DJ sure. Look at Clemson. Look at Spencer Rattler. Look at—I mean, they definitely don't pan out sometimes. Tate Martell.
0: I think I'm, I'm going to the oh for sure yeah it's a it's a harder position to fill. Than you think what Jimbo yes. would Jimbo be able to do it? But the final count on Texas A&M's 2022 recruiting class: eight five stars. Eight. Well, and they
1: already had the highest when on signing day they had already solidified yes. having like the best ranked class ever.
0: This. Defensive line class has got to be $2 million. Like, let's be real here. This is a $2 million defensive line class. I will bet. It's over a million dollars. I mean, these guys... The, the, the,
1: and we know of all the places. We know of all the places.
0: I I mean, They've I got just... It.
1: They've got it in there.
0: But I kind of I love it. I think we
1: need to revisit that story. We need to visit that, revisit I, that story. I right was
0: there. thinking about this today when I saw this story of just... Can you buy a national championship? Like, and I mean that I, I, and now legally, can you well, buy now, it?
1: Well, now, now can you buy it? Because legally, like before, well, yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to throw shade no, at any no, teams no, but, that have but won even, championships even, over
0: the years. Even then, like they were, they hired Jimbo to this deal that felt cartoonishly large at the time. And now it's just like another deal. Um, yeah. It sort of has changed the coaching market, quite honestly. But like, well, c- can you buy it? And
1: buy it in like all aspects, like players, coaches,
0: facilities. Absolutely. Like it's not. We're not just saying that from a recruiting standpoint. We're kind of yeah. saying it from the recruiting standpoint.
1: Well, even even NIL now though makes shifts it that much more to that. Like you could buy the best coach, and you couldn't buy the best players legally. Now yeah. you can buy the best coach and the best players.
0: I. It's just eight, eight five stars. I don't know if we've ever seen that. It. Georgia had five this year, by the way, not too shabby. Um, Eight—that is like an entire side of the ball in five stars that they've done. Granted, you're going to have some portal things shake out on that defensive line.
1: Well, yeah, but
0: but the fact that you have options—that many options there—is I, I am I am intrigued. This is the Georgia Is print. a five-star
1: quarterback that they got this year? It's for 2022? Uh, what's
0: his name, Wegman or whatever. Yes. Um, and they also got the transfer from LSU, uh, to go there as well. So it's not, so they have options, but
1: do you think like realistically, I mean,
0: and the number two wide receiver, number two and number three,
1: has there been like a really young team to win a national title? Like, I don't feel like Georgia was that young, but like, think if you have like eight, five stars coming in and like your quarterback no. pans out in the way that you expected to you and how like they were, they weren't bad last year. I mean, they had some struggles, but they, beat Bama. they obviously be Bama. That's what I mean is like, no, are we it's, like maybe undervaluing the fact that like, if this pans out properly, this could be like a really big shakeup in.
0: We had them both pretty high in our rankings. I think the problem for them is the competition. The week in week out grind is hard. But You're right. They are. Everything
1: has to go right for this to work. Like that, it's very much like a on paper looks great, and the this offense has like, to be better
0: because the defense yeah. was great last year. And they lose some people, but like this, if you want to build a champion, like this is what Georgia, this is what Georgia did, and you could argue that A and M is maybe slightly ahead of the curve of what Georgia did. Now Georgia did yes, it because for a Georgia
1: while. blew. Well, Georgia blew the chances with. Justin Fields and that whole situation. Yeah, right?
0: they gotta find a quarterback. They find a young quarterback, um, or a quarterback with years of eligibility.
1: A consistent sh- quarterback. You don't need you don't even need you that can should get be a transfer it. for one year and make him consistent in that year of being good.
0: But but to sign this class with the number two and number three wide receivers, like this is the formula. Like the hype should be really like if Jimbo doesn't win a national title in three years, AM fans should be pissed. Like I know it's hard, but yeah. I mean I'm 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 serious. Like this is a crazy level. Now, do we want to do? Do we want to do our no Punts allowed team so we can talk masters? Let's do our team. Yes, because we'll right. do
1: we'll do masters full out after this. Because okay. I'm very very excited for that portion of all right. We can so definitely talk
0: right well, this is easy too because we are back on it's being the same. The same, the and same actually page. the the interesting thing about it is we have utilized all of the same teams, So this is team number seven. um, And this team for both of us is Notre Dame. So you were conflicted last week. We had to like double check to make sure we got the teams right. Hey, it's a warm week. But so number number seven, Notre Dame. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's – one of the things that was lost, so they lose Kyle Hamilton – to the NFL, and it'll be interesting to see where he's drafted because I think he's amazing. And, of course, they go out and they get Brandon Joseph of Northwestern right down the road from me,
1: yes.
0: who's like an all-American, legit star. Fantastic. Oh, he's yes. really good. So, like, it's not easy to plug in someone like that. Notre Dame's interesting, though, because I do think we t- – did we take for granted how good Brian Kelly was as his jo- at, at his job? I, th- I think we might have. We'll find out if we did. But Brian Kelly won – a lot of goddamn games there, and Marcus Freeman, who seems to—I mean, Jesus—looks the part. Like I just love listening to him talk. I would commit to him right now. Certainly, mm-hmm. has done a great job with the defense. But like Brian Kelly won big. Like the expectations are pretty high here.
1: So what Notre Dame did, and this is why I was conflicted, because my other choice was Utah, and my the the reason it was hard for me to decide was because. In the Pac-12, there, this always happens, always, without fail. There is a team that could definitely go undefeated and does not. Or, like, plays in close games and, to, with a team that they should not have been in a close game with. And that's sort of what has kept them out of the playoff in years past. And Notre Dame, like, despite the fact that they're playing, like, lesser of teams, really, in people's opinion... And they still managed to, like, be undefeated or have a quality loss, if you will. Um, and like you said, that could have been really the coaching aspect of it. And Brian Kelly out-coaching some of those coaches in late games, in late situations. They had a lot of close games, I feel like, last year. So, like, yeah. that is that is something that maybe we did undervalue. What What I know we did not... Undervalue is like I can't wait to watch one quarterback play for another Dame. like I cannot wait for that to be a decision and then to have one quarterback
0: i I, I hope
1: I, that Freeman does that because if i i the, there's nothing that Brian Kelly loves more than switching out quarterbacks
0: well like, and it's
1: it was exhausting
0: and I think one of the other interesting things for them it's still a really good roster um It's still.
1: You're always going to have good talent in your day. That's never going to be the issue. People uh, are going to want to go there.
0: Yeah, Michael Mayer is at tight end. Is incredible. I am really interested by the schedule. You start at Ohio State, which I can't think of probably truly quality loss a worse place to start next year. Honestly, I I mean that I like quality loss, but they might get the shit kicked (laughs) out of them. Um, What do you think the point spread will be on that game? Six and a half, seven, maybe higher, eight and a half? I think
1: it'll be double digits for for Ohio State. I think it'll be like – Actually, I think it'll be like 13 and a half.
0: It it actually might be. So here's the schedule. I won't go through the whole schedule. But they're out of conferences. Like they play Marshall, who they'll beat. But Marshall's not terrible. They play Cal. um, But then they play at UNC and at BYU. BYU is no joke. BYU is going to be good next year.
1: At BYU is no joke.
0: Yeah. uh, Stanford sucks. UNLV, yeah, at Syracuse. I don't know. That's a weird place. They don't have air conditioning in that dome. It's hilarious. They play Clemson. They play at Navy. They play BC, who could be pretty good. And then they play at USC. I think the schedule has some teeth. Honestly, like I think there's a lot of games that they could lose on that schedule. Like it's.
1: Well, they learned their lesson after the discussion. So much having teams that are like quality to play against. Yes. Um, but. I don't know. I mean, I...
0: I still like them. I, I just feel like good. they're
1: always in the conversation. Like, it's weird to leave them out. Like, having them this low even feels weird because it's like we're so used to them always being in the, like, top six. Really? Um, and Texas A&M is obviously shifting that narrative. But, yeah, Notre Dame... Does it, it, does, it,
0: does it feel like Brian Kelly left a year and a half ago? Doesn't that feel like a long time ago?
1: Look, does it, it, like, it feels like he's been LSU's coach forever. Isn't That's that right. weird? Like it feels like I I think it was like last pod that we were talking about, um like craziest like Twitter days or whatever. And I remember the day that oh, he was hired and like yeah. there was so much news going on. I honestly can't tell you what else happened in that seventy two hour window because I was so like I remember just being so incredibly busy and that was like the icing on the cake. Was that just like happening and being like absolutely insane?
0: Um alright. We love college football. I love college football and Paige. I am writing feature stories that are drafty, but college football, like my college football, I am ready for a season right now. Like my April off-season status is charged. However, it is fucking Masters
1: week. This week.
0: Now, by the, t- by the time you listen to this, the Masters is probably I'm started, sorry. right? Whatever. Um, I love this tournament. I went a couple of years ago um to a practice okay. route. Yes. So really. It's probably the coolest thing we've ever done. Here's the thing, okay, we I know we talked Tiger last week a little bit. We got to talk a little Tiger. Yeah. So yeah, of I walked that course and I felt like absolute dog shit for like 4 days. I I the TV perspectives and people had told me this.
1: Did you wear sensible shoes?
0: Uh I did. I did like, we did like 37,000 steps. It was crazy. And I remember like it was like hole eighteen, but even like hole two, when you're watching that par five, that's downhill. Like, I, there's just the perspective on it. Like, I have newfound appreciation for just what they have yeah. to do. So when I'm watching Tiger on a leg that's been reconstructed, like try to he do this himself, thing, it's
1: he called himself Humpty Dumpty. Well, <laughs> been glued back together. Again.
0: <laughs> he, I mean, I, I feel, I feel, I'm so excited for him. We have bats. We'll talk about those soon.
1: When, but I when am. He was sitting, oh yeah. You're, I literally, when he was talking about, uh, they're like, "Do you think you can contend?" I do. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like Let's you know, the go. office scene where it's like, "Oh my god, it's happening! Yeah. It's happening!" Like I was just like, literally, I was like in a sheer panic. I there is like you said, we love college football. I love Masters Week probably oh, yeah. more than any other sporting event out there. I just said that the, the Final Four is the best sporting event to go to. I think once I go to Augusta National, that will do it for me and that will be it. Um because also I appreciate that there's like no phones and you like have to be like in the moment there and I just feel like that would be amazing. Wow. Um but Masters week for me is like a huge deal. Like I love, especially because it's always after the National Championship oh, yeah. in college basketball. And so I'm like, okay, I'm it's like off-season for me. It's the start of real off-season really. And um I legitimately can't wait, and there's just so much about this tournament that, like, I do want to say, the people that run the Masters social accounts, TikTok, Instagram, oh. Twitter, Bravo, like this is it's like phenomenal. I was explaining this to to my friends earlier. I was saying there's something very unique about doing social media for the Masters. Like, you can work in sports and do social media, and it's usually the same vibe for a lot of the like major sports. For the Masters, it's such a prestigious event and to keep relevant content that is like still respectful of the Masters and what it is, but also very engaging and very unique and creative and like fun
0: it's, is it's, like a
1: very fine line. And it's only Wednesday when we're recording this. And i I have to tell you, I'm highly impressed. So I just want to give them a full shout out. And also if they would like me to be a part of that team next year, let me know.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> and a pitch. Now, the, yes. yes, the app is incredible. I, in my other life, do this stuff to try to make apps.
1: Yes. Um,
0: it's fucking hard to do what they do. It, it, like, they do everything. I literally, by the way, cleared up, like, all my meetings tomorrow and all my calls. Because you best believe there's going to be some, like, a lot of watching. A lot of I'm working watching. at
1: Half Day. And I will be taking a tablet to the pool here in Arizona to watch. Oh. And zip out the pool and watch the Masters.
0: Um, all right. So favorite things. What, like, I've got. So first off, I'm a golden tea person. I will start. I love yes. Jim Nance. I fucking love Jim Nance. I'm not just saying that because we are. He is in the game. Um, yes. Nance is the official voice of this. He is like.
1: I should have taken a picture of him. At the National Championship. Well, you
0: know Sorry. what, you know what I think it is with golf when you've had like Fox try to do golf and NBC does golf very well, but like doing golf coverage is really hard and yes. doing this golf coverage is even harder. And to be able to do it the way he does, like it's a gift. He mm-hmm. is like, I, I, there, it is amazing when you just hear golf. It's so different than calling any other sport because it's like, yeah. it's either works or it doesn't. And for him, it's just – his range, by the way, to do the title game, and he does it really well. Like you think about that basketball game and this tournament, like having to do that in the same week, like
1: that's really pretty different.
0: goddamn amazing. Well, like it really it is. Well, he does
1: all in March too. It's it's a crazy thing to think about. And when I when you were saying that, I was thinking of like other people that like are so good at particular sports. Like they cover other things, but they're really good at certain and he, sports.
0: And like, he does the NFL game of the week too. Like it's –
1: yeah, it's like, it's hard to do a lot of those things well. That's why a lot of people specialize in yeah. certain ones for broadcasting. But he is phenomenal at wearing a lot of hats in terms of different sports and broadcasting. It's a very, very unique talent that oh, I for don't sure. know that we will see it really ever again. Because I think also like specializing in things is becoming more common because you want people that know these things really well. He just happens to know a lot really well.
0: For sure. Absolutely. So what about you? What is your... Give you I your- told you
1: that I love this tournament so much so I have multiple things starting with today I would just like to give a shout out to Franklin Fleetwood um, he is my MVP of the part 3 contest he is so cute and yeah. if the Fleetwoods need a nanny I'm also just like pitching myself for all kinds of offseason wow. jobs here um, Fleetwood if nanny. they need a nanny I am I hello I will, I will literally go and be Franklin's nanny because he is a star it, it, an it, absolute star
0: he missed that bunny of a putt, though. I'm just saying. Um,
1: okay, well, sorry, he's not Charlie Woods. Okay, like no, God, and can't. I'll be the,
0: the par three contest is amazing, and it was actually lost due to COVID. Um, I thought it was going to be lost today because the weather's been kind of shit. So yeah, the par I'm three. I'm so happy it's back. The spirit of it um, is amazing. I agree with you,
1: but I will say that, and then uh, the other thing is, last year I made azaleas at home for the first time. Oh yeah. Excellent. They're really like sweet. And so I like made mine the less sweet. Fantastic. So recommend that. We'll definitely be asking the pool bartender to make us azaleas tomorrow. And um, the last thing is the like master's commercials with the music, the like intro music when it comes in and everything like that gets me every time. Like, oh, fake fake birds. Yeah, Um,
0: I do. I do have two. And one of them will, they're both food related, of course. And one of them will transition to what we want to do. The concession prices to me are always hilarious, um, and being there, it's like, wait, this domestic beer actually costs three dollars. Not that I'm drinking domestic beer. Um, yes, this sandwich Whenever. costs a dollar and fifty cents. Even in this supply chain, you're goddamn right it does. Augusta's even like, with
1: inflation. Yeah,
0: even with inflation, the concession prices not you know you have to pay twenty thousand dollars to stay there and get there. But buddy. That $2 sandwich. It's right in my wheelhouse. And then the the other thing, of course, is the champion's dinner. And I love this. Um I am envious of it. So Hideki Matsuyama won last year. Yes. I thought I thought his course he had uh he had the cod going on, he had some beef in there, he had Uh, He had some shortcake going on. I mean, I I, I don't even have this in front of me. I just studied the menu. So, we are putting, we are compiling our own champions dinners for the Masters. Do you want to go first? I also want to say something,
1: I want to say something really quick about Hideki. I always sprinkle a little money on Hideki because he's always lurking. Always in contention. I also think he has like, the sweetest face of all time. I think he's like the nice – I think we're the same age. Like I think he just turned 30 this year, right? I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah, we oh yeah. like, And yeah.
0: I am with you on betting him, by the way, which we're going to I, get to. And I'm going
1: yeah, to we'll get in. to, but sorry. I just wanted to mention that like, he is that, but we need to break down our own Masters – If we were Masters champions, this is what the spread would be. Do we want to do this by like each individual? So we'll start with apps, and then go through our apps, and then go down. Yes, do we want to yes. Do Let, let's okay. do
0: that. Let's do that. So, um, my my app, uh, I've got two: French onion soup and oysters. I love oysters. You're, you're just in NOLA, of course. So, like, the, first of all, I so,
1: love oysters as well. But I also really love French onion soup.
0: So I I Those gotta say too, choices. as as like a, a, I'm I'm. Classic with my meal. I am, um, like, you are. You know, yeah. Oh, no, I am. I'm like, kind of like, if I'm going to have a nice meal, I'm probably going to a steakhouse of some kind. And this is what's on the menu. And I'd like to treat everybody to like what I would consider like a safe, although oysters aren't really safe. There's people that wouldn't like oysters. And, and that's the DNA of my menu item. Very safe. But, but go ahead. What is on your appetizers?
1: Okay. So I have to preface this by saying I love seafood. Like, I love seafood. So when people were getting mad about people not liking sushi, I was on that train. I was like, if you don't like sushi, get lost. Like, eat later. Yes. Have your peanut butter and jelly or chicken tenders like a child later. I don't care. I'd much rather eat <laughs> the sashimi, okay? Um, that's how I felt about that. Um, But I'm going with a good shrimp cocktail. And I will say, say no sauce on the side. Say no cocktail sauce on the side. That's what we're doing. Um... um
0: by the way, I, I went, did order yes. St. Elmo's and I had it the other night. Um, I, I'm, I'm back on. I've had it like two times in the last month, just saying. But I just, thought about shrimp cocktail. That's that's like elegance. That is in the, the vibe of exactly where I'm going. So that is, yeah. that is a good one.
1: Perfect. So I went a little overboard on the apps because I love appetizers. Like if I could just like order yes. a bunch of appetizers, that'd be great. Um, my second appetizer, I don't know if you remember... But the uh, oh, I, blue crab beignets from Restaurant Revolution in New Orleans, that, that – a million times over, yes. Those were the best food item I probably ever had. It was did you, so Did good. you go back? No. So I tried to get a reservation and they – and it was only for two people and they still could not get me in at all that weekend. So the secret's out. That's like the place to go. God damn it. I, I, damn it.
0: But the myth – Or the allure lives on. Mm -hmm. Those were yes. I want those though because I feel like if someone tries to do that and it's not exactly that, it's not going to be good. Oh no, they're specifically
1: from that restaurant. It has to be from like we'll fly them in, have them make them, whatever. Perfect. Um, It's the I'm a Masters champion. I can afford it. Absolutely. in the Masters picking up the tab anyway. But um, I will say I like I said I overdid on the the appetizers. Normally there's two. I pick three because I couldn't pass this up. And we briefly discussed this. Um. Last week I also do want to reveal to everyone that I did receive a message back from the guy that I accidentally asked what his favorite cheese was and didn't know about the chest, so that's a prop. That's good. Um is good this for me. St- <laughs> is
0: this still going or is it ended? Like No, is- it's still going. It's oh, so We're- this is like a like
1: Well it's not like a thing yet, like all obviously no, but, all my no, <laughs> No
0: no no no. But it's like it's not <laughs> The flame is. He didn't still, like
1: ignore me. He wasn't okay. like, oh, I think he found it endearing, which is great because I, I that worked like, in my favor. But
0: I I feel like I'm prying. I didn't there was an aggressive, <laughs> is this still a thing? No, but like Cheese Man no, is still I'm an open
1: book. It's all for the pop All right, here. So cheese.
0: Cheese man has not been like completely Deterred, removed yes. from the equation. Okay.
1: Yes. So cheese guy. And that's also, I don't know if this is a rant. We will get to what I actually chose. Let's start with there, with this. Yes. The reason I mentioned this is because I love brie cheese so much. Brie cheese with a jam, any form sort of like baked it's, brie. It's like good, Dad. It's good. Excellent. So that's also gonna be on my appetizer. But um yeah, that um cheese guy is, is is still in the in the realm. But there's like a trend with like women. I don't know if you know this, but like when you're like dating, you always have like a label for a guy. You don't use his like actual name. You'll be like, oh, say you like met him at a bar. Anywhere you're like, oh, it's that bar's name guy, yeah. or like Cheese Guy because that's like the thing that came up. And like, literally, my friends text me and they're like, "What's up with Cheese Guy? How'd it go?" Like, wow. or like so Cheese like Guy.
0: I mean, Cheese Guy is still like
1: Cheese Guy hasn't gotten a date yet, but it's only because I've been on the road. So that's to be fair.
0: Cheese Guy, we're all counting on you, buddy. Good <laughs> luck. Um, <laughs> and no, I don't know about that. I haven't dated in like 20 years, so don't don't mind me. Shout um, out
1: Caitlin though, because he yeah, hey, it, there so you so go.
0: Cheers to that. Now. Main courses i we have vastly different main courses here. Where do we go um go I first. let b go first okay, so again, yes. traditional I fucking love steak, okay, I love steak, but I want a dry aged bone in ribeye right i want dry aged bone in so ribeye specific. I want it cooked rare rare to medium rare depending on the depending on where we are. And a char crust, right? That's what everybody is eating. And then to accompany it, again, classic lobster mac and cheese. We're doing it. We, I was going to go uh, surf and turf. I think Adam Scott did that when he won the Masters. He went yes. lobster. They called them bugs, which is hilarious to me. And steak. We're going to do lobster mac and we're going to do classic asparagus. Very traditional, but I feel great about it. Like I tried to do something. I'm like, oh, let's do something different. No. I want this meal to be exactly like what I, I would order, but but yeah. better when I go. Now, yours maybe slightly different than that.
1: Yeah, I went with one that's like a little um, rednecky, you could say, or like not. It's like I went with one fast food and one fancy. Yes, is really what I went with, and it's not even that fancy to be honest with you. I, my main courses are both really not fancy, but the first is Chick Fil A nuggets. We're having Chick Fil A.
0: They're fucking good, man.
1: In Georgia, like, we're having Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A nuggets. And then, because I like seafood and can't get around that, I'm thinking fish tacos. I could adjust that to, like, a fish, uh, like, a shrimp pasta or something along no, those No,
0: no, no, no. Do you.
1: But I love a good shrimp taco. Or, Only like, shrimp best. taco, fish taco, any, like, I, like I said, I love seafood. So, for me, like, the the seafood's got be, to be involved.
0: Would you also have the Chick-fil-A sauces involved? I'm assuming, obviously.
1: Well, of course. You, you'd I'd have just, your pick of whichever one you wanted. So
0: you would also set up like a tower, like in the shape of the state of Georgia, um, sauces, like a sauce offering yes. in some sort of Augustian yep. uh, presentation? It's uh,
1: literally like the master's logo and like each letter is a different Chick-fil-A sauce and it's like laid out the master's like dipping sauces.
0: I like it. I like it. I Thank I you. like it. Okay. Last but not least. Dessert. Now, a little behind as I like to say, you know, behind the curtain. We're doing the pre show. We're kind of just going through our meals. And I and I say to you, you know what? I've got a new stance on dessert. It's you know, liquid liquid dessert, basically drinks. And you pointed out very intuitively, it's basically saying, like, buddy, you're kind of an alcoholic. Like like that is
1: <laughs> Wait, wait, is wait, like, wait what you were like. What what was the other one you said? Okay, so what's yours? Start with that.
0: Well, it's a it's an alcohol drink. Of course, it's an espresso martini. But I I like I had a stance like the
1: most, that's it. By the way, I thought I was the most basic white girl on this podcast. I shouted <laughs> Adam Kramer.
0: I espresso martini has become my Las Vegas jam. You eat a big meal, you need Wait. something to like cool down at a restaurant. Espresso martini does it for me.
1: Pro tip for my Vegas goers. Cosmopolitan chandelier bar, best espresso martinis you can find in Vegas. That's
0: that's what I do. I I had that Wait, last time I was there.
1: Are you serious? At oh Nerd yeah. Cosmo.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Kramer, you yeah. are like a basic white. I, I am. <laughs> I am.
0: But back to my dessert stance. So like, I do drink coffee sometimes. Like if I'm out in Vegas, it's got. I need caffeine, right? I and I don't really go out locally because kids, etc. So but the espresso martini people like you maybe think that that is a like a it is if it if it's made right yes it's very easy to fuck up an espresso martini which is the only concern i have but i'm assuming augusta you're not going to fuck up my espresso martini
1: no 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 it has to be more like coffee based yes than cream based correct um I'd rather it be coffee and alcohol tasting than cream based. I had one that, like probably two or three weeks ago. No, no, no. Before I started drinking, before I stopped drinking. Um, it was, shoot. And it's at one of the like better martini places that's in like the local area that I live in. And it tasted like chocolate milk. And I was like, this is the worst. Not that I don't like chocolate milk, but still. It's, um, but it's, also, what was the other drink that you – because you were naming – this is oh, why I said oh, this, so, Because so, you were naming – you are like, oh, yes. liquids that you can drink ba- for – Bailey's like, and liquid. coffee
0: is always good. Which uh, is alcohol. And then, yeah, limoncello, which is like yeah. Italian, very much alcohol. Yes, I was reciting down my like scroll of – I'm not – like I eat – if you eat well, you are not banking room for dessert, right? That's my problem with yes. dessert. Like after to, my steak, it's not like, oh, man. Let's get a fucking huge piece of cake now, buddy. Like it's no, it's like I need caffeine. I'm very tired. I'm about to go gamble or do something <laughs> stupid, most likely. Let's get let's get juiced up for that.
1: So I think your stance is less that dessert needs to be liquids, and more that dessert needs to be alcohol.
0: Yes, that is correct. So I think a very stro pro a pro alcohol dessert. Okay, and and also like I don't know, I find desserts. Like, if I were to do a dessert, I want to hear yours and I'll stop my dessert rant. I would no, probably no. do something pretty basic. Like a really, like a brownie with a vanilla ice cream or something. Like I okay. feel like we, we overdo desserts sometimes.
1: Okay. So, I have a very strong dessert take. I think cake is the superior dessert, dessert of all time. I, it was funny, recently, this is a very random conversation. Peek behind the curtain, you could say, yep. um, with my family. We were talking about... Just like things you like, food that you really love. And I was like, Look, I love cake, like all cake, any cake. Cake's good. I think about cake at least twice a day, at least twice. What's so funny about this is I don't eat cake all the time, but I think about it constantly. That is a t shirt. Hey, that's that's a t shirt. Gotta put on a key. I think about cake twice a day. I love cake so much. I love all cake. I love cake covered in frosting. I love cake plain. I love it. So tradition in my family mm-hmm. is for all of for my birthday and uh, my mom's birthday. My mom started doing it for me first, and now I've done it for her. Um, she makes me Texas sheet cake every year. When I was mm. in college, she shipped me one. Like I, we don't miss a birthday of Texas sheet cake. So I would have to put as like a sentimental value because also the champions dinner usually includes like where they're from. Oh and sure, food yeah, from like yeah. their designated area. This, I feel like, is a very, like, sentimental value thing. It's, like, my mom makes that for me on my birthday. So it would be um, Texas She Cake is what i put on there. But any cake would be great. Like, if we could have, like, a cake bar of just, like, all kinds of cakes, that would be where you'd find me.
0: Cake bar. I like that. That's what I'm going
1: to do for – wow. I just – I think I may have just invented that because there's, like, donut bar, cookie tables, um, all kinds of, like, late-night snacks for weddings. I cake might have bar. a cake bar, just like like not just like one cake. Like I know a whole different flavors, cakes. but I'm thinking like 15 flavors. I'm not thinking just like two or three. Oh eight. no, it's like oh, cheese wow. man. So cheese,
0: cheese man, if you're listening, good luck, buddy. Good luck to that that cake, Bill.
1: <laughs> good luck, pig. It's that. like I seven grand
0: in cake. But Cat, you know what? Cat yeah,
1: listening to this, <laughs> going, I have to pay <laughs> oh, for 15 yeah, cakes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Then yeah, I'm sorry, cheese man. You're along for the ride, buddy. Just enjoy the cake. Um, just enjoy
1: the day. It's about the cake. It's not yeah, really about you guys. And, and
0: don't push back on the cake. Don't say like,
1: yeah, "We
0: should do yeah, no like, like." I can't. When people cupcakes. like don't
1: have cake at their wedding, I get like pretty upset. Like you I'm, not, have I'm cake. not even. I, that's not even a joke. I'm like very disappointed. You have you to have cake, at, have cake, at, your
0: cake at your wedding. You have. To.
1: I don't care if it's a cupcake. Fine, just have some form of cake.
0: Um. All right. I like your. This is. These are two good meals. Tell us if you're listening. At us. Yeah. What is your champion's dinner? Um, I think it'd be I, – I would actually love to hear it because I think they're going to be very different. I think most yeah. of them are going to be very good. That's kind of the fun thing about Champions Dinner. Um, well, let's bet. Let's make some money. Now, before we do, Picks and Pints, kind of back. It's been off a little bit. We've made some picks in Final Four. But I got a new one here. Goofy Boots. And Rose Brewery. Whoa. The
1: video quality on that when you just put it up was excellent. I don't really? know, if it's just because you've been fuzzy. Oh yeah, look at that goofy boots. That I think it's the black background that really helps. It's it's goofy a really boots. where's it from?
0: It is local, Penrose. This is local to me in Illinois. Um, really good, really good. I had one of these a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it's one some sort. It's kind of like a pale ale, but it it's labeled as an IPA, which is actually exactly my stuff. You have a pale ale with a little kick. That's sort of fringe IPA. Also very hazy. Uh, very very good. Now
1: I will say, um, our our guest um, audience viewer Mary Patton is a big IPA fan. I can't drink them, so wow. Sorry, I
0: well, I, they are delightful. You know how I stand, team IPA. Yeah. Now,
1: team- how many golfers
0: do we want to pick? Like, do we want?
1: Let's pick top three. Who do you okay. Think
0: okay. We'll finish. Our, so these are. I'm picking winners. All right. When I bet Augusta, I'm not picking top tens. I'm not picking head-to-head. Well, I will bet that. But I am picking winners. And <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down my list. I'm using DraftKings of who – are the
1: DraftKings
0: app? Here. And I can, say, I can put it in here too. Um, of who – Really? We
1: do a lot of research before our
0: – Yeah. No. I've had this open today. I'm in a Calcutta too that I'm like bidding on golfers as well.
1: The Masters um, 2020.
0: My, I am always, page looking for value. Um okay. Uh, I'm always looking for value, which means I'm not betting a lot of the favorites. Last year, I had Justin Rose at 150 to one. He was leading after two rounds. I think I had fifty dollars on him. I'm like, holy shit, six grand! No, he faded terribly and blew up. So that's usually how my Masters goes. I like Xander Shoffley at 20 to one. I know I'm going to have Xander in my picks at 20 to one. I think he's got awesome game. I think him in the top
1: ten. Sorry to interrupt. Yes,
0: go no go ahead. Him top the, ten is yeah four to one or excuse me two to one. Top ten. That's so still
1: pretty good odds for top ten. That's like pretty much guaranteed. Cashback. I think.
0: I think my, my only concern with him is can he win? But at twenty to one, again, I'm looking for value. I kind of I'm going to go with with Xander at least as one of my picks
1: for to win.
0: To win twenty to one. Um I could keep going down too cuz that that's it. I'm Now, let me ask you as I'm going down my list. Matsuyama 35 to 1. Are you interested? Back to back kind of hard. Yeah, you Kind of hard. I like I Paul, would... Paul Casey at 60 to 1. I like Paul Casey at 60 to 1.
1: See, I'm I'm looking less at winners because I know you're looking for value, but I think a good value for someone in the top ten would be Tyson.
0: Yeah, he's. Hold on now! Oh my god! See, I want to bet all the shit. That's plus three
1: fifty to be in the top ten.
0: He always he always plays well. Right. There, I feel like yes, and
1: always because he's also one of the first um, golfers that I remember like watching play. Because he's, like, South African, and I was, like, always, like, my grandpa was always, like, oh, the South African, like, he's this guy. And, like, that's, like, where I picked up, like, golf, sort of. So I feel like I also I, I know that it. he's always contending in Augusta, like, because of that.
0: I am also making a declaration that I'm not betting Tiger Woods. Um, I think, what is he, 40 to 1 is terrible value. It's terrible value. Plus 500
1: value. to be in the top 10.
0: I just, I can't do it. Like, I'm going to root, and if he does it, it's going to be amazing. Um,
1: How do you feel about speed?
0: You know, there's a lot going on with his swing. He's a bit all over the place. He plays this course incredibly well. At 22 to 1, I kind of like him. I just worry, like, mentally, like, he's, like, it's going to get weird and intense. that course. I know, because he's he's got, got like, all the scars and everything else. But I I do like that at 22 to 1. You know, you know, who I yes you know who
1: I like actually. I like Victor Hovland.
0: Okay, I'm in. I'm in on that. The other one, I'd say, I'll give you a couple of deep ones. Se si Kim, ninety to one. Gary Woodland at hundred to one. Those are both going to be on my card. God, there's a lot of golfers. Look at all this value.
1: I mean, look at all just- this.
0: I do love that there's odds on Larry Mize at a hundred. Plus a hundred thousand. Matt I Wolf? Mean, yeah, he was like on the on the up, right? And then yeah, not not so much. Carl Where Sports is he? Where's old. he at?
1: I also just love that some of these, like, I was talking about this earlier, but like the fact that like golfers get to like play forever. Yes, like they're just like there's so many guys that like I've literally been watching since I was like a legit child that are playing in the Masters uh, still.
0: And uh, who was it? um, one of the dinosaur sports writers was complaining about that that it like I think it's awesome, like you Wait, really? and goes, yeah, it was uh Rick Riley was like, "Oh, of course, I'll make the cut talking about Tiger because like half the field makes the cut with um you know half the field makes the cut with all these old timers playing, which I think is amazing I'm with you i love I it.
1: love it." I love it because it's also like guys that I've watched like for such a long time. Like I have such a like soft spot.
0: Um all right, any other picks? I've got to I got to actually get my shit together. I've thrown out people that I like, but I'm not confident in this.
1: I think um, I am going to take Hovland. Yep. Um I, you know what? I also
0: uh... I like Shane Lowry too. I think he'll be in there. More cow was a good bet. With I just, plane.
1: I legitimately was just thinking. I was like, Damn Damn I go With the cow bear. Um.
0: All right, I've got work to do. We have a lot of work
1: there. to do. I'm going to um, say my lock to people would be Hoagland. That's all right, gonna I'm going to go.
0: Shoffley is going to be my guy. I'm going to okay. go with Shoffley. Um, both sprinkle. are tw- both are both are twenty to one, which is good. Um. So let's see how we do. Um. All right, we got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm going to Disney in a couple of weeks, so next week I've got – I have been planning this like a fucking psycho, so I've got to – I'll bring people behind the scenes of my Disney planning of what I'm doing right now to get prepared for this. It's unbelievable and it's a little – it sets them insane. Also, my um, goal to drink around the world at Epcot because oh. you can get drinks in all the countries.
1: I'm um, so – honestly, I wish I was invited on this family vacation yeah. because I feel like I I'm an excellent, like, nanny as well. You and Caitlin can go do whatever and I can take care of the kids. Well, um, I'm, I'm gonna But get drinking around the there. world s- seems like, yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. The other thing, there is, like, a very – Like, we should definitely dive into some Disney favorite things because, like, I'm also, yes. like, not closeted, but, like, very much a Dis- – Not a Disney adult. But like I oh. do love Disney, my fair share of Disney. So You could
0: absolutely do this as an adult, as I'm learning. Like this is not
1: You can. It's fun.
0: It is fun. No, you can absolutely You gotta know
1: how to do it.
0: Well that's that's what I'm learning. So we'll have tips on that. I'm sure A and M will sign someone else. We'll talk masters.
1: We'll talk masters, of course, because we'll it talk the greatest.
0: We'll talk everything. So with that, enjoy the rest of the masters. Enjoy your time, by the way, in Arizona. Yes. And of course. for Paige I'm Adam. We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: I love that Like we legit have nothing to talk about but still like, manage to talk
0: for an hour. That's what we do.